Welcome to the Campus Outreach Podcast, where we want to equip you to make your college years count for eternity. I am your host, Tyler Olison, also known as T-Roll, and today we are continuing our series called Having Impact This Fall, and we're bringing on a very special guest. There's, It's always a special guest here in the Campus Outreach Podcast, but today we've got a first-timer, a good buddy of mine, his first time on the Campus Outreach Podcast. It's the one and only Jeff Fluvog. We also like to call him Jay Flu. Jay Flu, how you doing, buddy? Good, man. How are you doing today? I'm, I'm, really, I'm really good. And I'm excited to have you here. Um, this is your probably first time ever being on a podcast, huh? Yeah, first time ever. So usually they don't give me many opportunities in front of the, the digital side of things. So. Yeah, we, well, the, what's good about this one is if you say something crazy, which is one of the reasons we don't put you uh, in, you know, behind a microphone. It's pretty fair. Uh, if, some, if you say something crazy, I can just edit it out. So. Yeah, yeah. No, but I'm ex- <laughs> excited. This is going to be a, a fun and a new experience for me, so looking forward to it. Sweet, man. Uh, so one thing I like to do for all of our listeners is to kind of give them the opportunity to get to know our guest that's on the podcast. So for those that don't know you, Jay Flew, you work on staff with Campus Outreach at the University of West Georgia. Um, but why don't you give us a little bit more of your background, like where you're from, you know, what you studied in school, a little bit about your family, things like that. Yeah, so grew up in Oconee County, so small uh, county uh, adjacent to Clark County in Athens, Georgia, about 10 miles. So um, big Bulldogs fan, go dogs. Go uh, dogs. there you go. Hopefully we get the W this uh, Saturday. But uh, yeah, come from a d- divorced family, in and out of the church my whole life, graduated from Oconee County, uh, always liked sports a lot, always was extremely extroverted, uh, ended up coming to West Georgia, uh, joined a fraternity, you know, studied uh, physical education, uh, graduated from here as well, and had hopes to coach and teach, but the Lord soon changed that, and uh, here, I'm, here I am now uh, working in full-time ministry, and so... Uh, it's been a pretty interesting uh, ride to get here at West Georgia, as many West Georgia students, but uh, I'm thankful for the route the Lord's allowed me to to be a part of so far, and I'm going on two years of marriage, have a little girl uh, named Lottie Ruth. Uh, yeah, she's a big Bulldog fan as well, If for my listeners out there. <laughs> but yeah, no, my it, it really is... Uh, an act of mercy and kindness that the Lord's given to me, uh, especially for those who knew me coming into college and where the Lord has take, taken me now. Um, yeah, my family is incredible and have a good relationship now with my family back home, even though they're divorced and God saved my dad. And so the Lord's done a lot of, of work in, in and out of my family. So cool, man. Thanks for sharing that, bro. That means a lot. Um, again, we're happy to have you on the pod. So Hopefully the uh, the listeners, if they haven't met you in person um, at some sort of campus outreach event, like a beach project or New Year's conference, something like that, hopefully they'll get to meet you eventually. Why don't we get in today, into today's topic? Um, we're going to be talking about leveraging your time and your hobbies, okay? So this entire series we're doing, uh, Jeff, is basically aimed at helping all of our listeners to think strategically for the fall semester to make the most of the fall semester, right? Having impact this fall. How are we all going to uh, make an impact for the gospel on all of our campuses this fall semester? And something that is crucial in when you, when you think about doing ministry and getting to know um, you know, fellow students and things like that is being able to leverage your time and your hobbies, right? Yeah, absolutely. These are uh, 
things that I they were not a strong suit by any means in, in college. I, uh, thankfully, a guy named Ben Weber helped <laughs> disciple me and train me in this area. And yeah, this is such a huge need and um, such a huge opportunity for students to grow in this area. For sure. And you kind of uh, you kind of alluded earlier that you know you're a big sports fan, big Bulldogs fan, oh, yeah. um, big Georgia fan. So I think you're probably the perfect person to have on this podcast, right? You've probably seen some. Uh, so some ways t- where you can kind of selfishly view your, t- you know, your time and your hobbies and ways where you can be more selfless yeah. as well. So let's talk about this, man. What, sh- what sort of uh, perspective should all of our listeners have when just thinking about their, their week, their time, their availability um, in terms of, you know, making the most of their time for other people? Yeah, I think for listeners who, who know cries, I think the first perspective that you have to have no matter what your major is, and not to negate or downplay how serious uh, the hours are required, but your week is not yours. Uh, Our time is not ours. It belongs to the Lord. If we believe that he created us, then everything that he gives us is a gift, right? And so it comes from God, and it's for God. So I think talking to 18-year-old Jeff, like looking back, I wish I would have gotten this from the get-go that this week of mine is not actually mine. So I think that's what you really have to understand coming into a week. If you really want to have any success planning in a in a, in a a timely manner, that would bring God glory. So that's where you got to start. Um, and I just, I think you need to realize like you have so much time in college, more time than we often realize. And to realize how much time you have, you actually have to have a schedule set in place uh, ahead of time. So that's another area I think um, for college students, I think one, we got to know our weeks aren't our weeks. They belong to God. And we just got to realize how much time we actually have. And with that being said, I think Sports is a great way uh, to leverage your free time. So uh, for college students, there's a lot of different activities, whether it's intramurals, whether it's the gym. So I would I would say for listeners, men and women who like exercise, uh, use the membership that you have at your school because your mom and dad pay the tuition for it first off. And so... Or the government. <laughs> or the government. <laughs> or you're taking out a loan. That's right. That's right. But... You just got to realize the people that you're going to have an impact on are the people you're around every day. And where are those people at? And so, yes, the the Carrollton One Life, it may be nicer in some degree, but a lot of these gyms, you're, more students are going to be at the place on campus. And it is just much more strategic for your time and for your scheduling to say, hey, I'm going to work out on campus. Um, and then afterwards, you can even utilize your time in an effective way to say, okay, I can go right into studying right after I meet with a student or we can study together as soon as we're done working out together. Hmm. So that's one aspect where I think just a simple mindset of saying, hey, on campus rather than offsite is definitely a huge win. I think students can experience if, the, if they are disciplined with that. Hmm. That's good, man. Yeah, just even that thought of, you know, you, you mentioned Carrollton One Life. For those who don't know, that's one of the, the nicer gyms in our town that we live in here in Carrollton, Georgia. Um, and it's a great gym. It really is a good gym, yeah, right? Yeah, it's super nice. Um, but, and it, you know, the funny thing is, at least at West Georgia, we have a really nice gym on oh, our it's, campus, It's right? incredible, man. Yeah, I, it's, I really wish I could work out there. <laughs> right, right. So it's like, as a student, you know, at West Georgia specifically, and, and I'm sure that all of our other schools are similar. So if you know, this might not apply to everybody that's listening, but just bear with us for a moment. If, you know, if you have a gym membership 
for your campus and it's already paid for, it's a part of your dues, your fees as a student, that's a great example, Jeff. Like you could just, you could work out on campus and you can um, be around more people. (laughs) You could be seen more often, you can be more available. And, you know, I actually used to work at the gym when I was a student and, you know, I worked out a little bit. Wouldn't say that I was like, you know, a total, uh, (laughs) you know, I wasn't in the gym a ton, but I was there a lot, you know, and, and, you know, it's a student center, right? So a lot of our campuses have places like that where whether you're, whether you're working out or maybe one of your hobbies is reading or listening to music or making music or watching movies like you you can do all sorts of things right in a public spot like at the library on campus or a student center or I mean I don't know what what else you got for us Jeff yeah I think another aspect and from being a former Greek guy and I serve as a chapter advisor um, I see this with guys in the fraternity and a lot of these guys are are non-Christians but when it comes to intramurals, this is a great way to do life on life with guys and be in their atmosphere so Usually a Bible study setting isn't their bread and butter, so that's not where they're, that's their, you know, their A game. So right. getting on their level and doing something that they are more proficient at, I think is always saw God use as a great opportunity. And so instead of having the mindset of, you know what, I could go outside my chapter and build the super team. That a lot of a lot of people try <laughs> yeah. to do, unfortunately, is stay within your own fraternity and maybe even play with some of your new members for sororities or play with the pledges because most of the time these are the people that really people don't want to play on a team with and say, you know what, we may not win a game all year. You know, I like to win. You know, I'm competitive, but at the same time, I'd rather this person be in the kingdom of heaven and know Christ. And so. Let me just say, you know what, I'll sacrifice winning in order to share the gospel and to serve them and love them and have fun with them. So that's another activity that I think you can really leverage for time. And, of course, in our day and age, you know, Netflix binging is like a huge thing, right? It's In a sense, it's kind of, you know, an Achilles heel, but for women and men, finding, you know, a TV show series like The Outer Banks, you know, or something that's neutral, which I love the this, this show. So you watch that? Yeah, I love it. I think okay. it's a phenomenal uh, TV show. Instead of watching it by yourself, right, bring other women and men from your from your circle whom you know a lot about or maybe you don't know much about. Yeah, and that's good. Because people want community, and this is just a way to say, instead of spending an hour by myself, I'm going to spend an hour with five other girls or guys, mm-hmm. and we're going to watch something that is really relevant in today's culture, whether it's sports, um, whether it's, you know, Outer Banks, whether it's, you know, these different net manifest on Netflix. I know there's tons of, <laughs> you know, there's a lot of these series, yeah. I know, because my wife. Well, you know, it's funny you say that. So, I'm, you know, you know this about me. I'm a huge Marvel fan. Really? Yes. Oh, is that, <laughs> is that shocking to you, Jeff? <laughs> so, those who, who know me, would they would know that I'm a massive Marvel fan. Love all the movies, love all the shows. And it's a great opportunity with the movies, with all the shows that are on Disney Plus, to to kind of build community around those kind of opportunities, right? Yeah. Um, here's another couple examples. I think 
um, some some of the staff women here at West Georgia, and even I know my wife has has done this before. Finding a show like even The Bachelor, right? Yeah. They like have big watch parties for that show. For sure, like that happens. That th- things like that already happen. So maybe you're you're also you might find yourself now. I don't watch The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, but yeah. if if somebody were to watch it and they say, "Wow, I really enjoy this," let me see if there's a group of people that I can watch this with. Like even that right there is leveraging some of your hobbies, right? I'll never, I'll never forget when I was a student. Um, I don't know if you remember. Shout out Isaiah Bell back in the day. <laughs> if, hope if you're listening, if, Isaiah. I hope you're listening, Isaiah. Oh man, all the listeners are like, who is that? But uh, anyways, my buddy Isaiah um, loved watching uh, The Walking Dead. This is when The Walking Dead was oh, just yeah. coming out. And at our house, there would be people that I've never seen before. Every, I think, Sunday night. Sounds about right. To watch The Walking Dead. And I'm like, what are you guys doing? Like, I'm, I'm trying to watch football over here, right? Yeah. Sunday night football. And they're watching this zombie <laughs> show. But even that, that's a great example of, like, why not take advantage of something that you enjoy and inviting other people to be a part of it with? Yeah, and that's that's such a great point, uh, T-Roll. There's so many shows like that. And, like, like ethically, of course, with all of these TV shows, there's a lot of... Um, you know, things that are not aligned with scripture. But to some degree, I think these are honestly great opportunities still to know about them because they're great gospel segues. Because when I'm communicating with a student and I can tell them like, hey, this exists in Outer Banks or hey, this exists in sports, but this is what God's word says. It's like for some of these guys, they're shocked. They're like, dang, you know about this? Or like whether it's music, you know, I'm listening to the music and this isn't something I'm living by because a majority of the media doesn't align with Scripture. But I'm saying this is relevant and important to students, and they need to know that we care, right? I'm not going to be of the, you know, I'm not going to conform, but I'm just going to know, be informed. Um, so, yeah, these are just great opportunities, whether it's a Sunday night watch party, Saturday night football games, we're tailgating, we're inviting students. Um, we're playing intramurals. You know, there, there's tons of stuff I know students do now here at West Georgia, whether it's Frisbee, they're going to the movies. Instead of going by yourself, you're inviting people with you to the movies. Um, I know there's a lot of women here in Carrollton. They do like baking. My wife loves to bake. And so it's like there's a lot of women who are skilled in that area. And for a lot of people, it's life-giving. For me, it's like I'm not great at it, so it wouldn't be that fun. But (laughs) there's just so much. I think when we look at our time and our interest, like this is where we have to be plugged in and know our audience and know what they're intrigued by. It may be fishing. It may be hunting for a lot of guys and saying, hey, I'm good at this, and they like this, so let me take them to you know my in-laws or mm-hmm. to a family friend, and we're going to do this together. I'm not just going to do my introvert time. Like I'm going to sacrifice that in order to leverage this for a non-Christian to to come be, encounter who Christ is. So yeah. there's in. I feel like there's so much opportunity. Uh, we just got to slow down. Like uh-huh. we got to slow down and really process and think practically and. Because there's a lot of stuff we're good at, I think, if we slow down to realize. Yeah, I think even just taking the time to think about it, right? You actually just mentioned something about introvert time, and that kind of made me remind myself, you and I are both extroverts, so it's a lot easier for you and I to say, hey, I'm going to go watch this football game with 20 people, or I'm going to go do this activity with 15 people, right? So I think to somebody somebody who's listening, and let's say you're an introvert, just just ask yourself, what would faithfulness with leveraging my time and hobbies look like for me, right? Yeah, absolutely. My wife is a huge introvert. 
our capacities are totally different, right? Um, but I think if whether you're an extrovert or an introvert, just asking the Lord to give you wisdom on what is a healthy expectation for how I should leverage my hobbies, my free time, my availability, and just knowing that what Jay flew here on this podcast might do might be totally different than you if you're listening and you're a you're an introvert for example right so I think just you know we don't always just because you hear something on this podcast doesn't mean that's what you have to do yeah you gotta you gotta it's all relative right you gotta find what works with your schedule with your interests and with your with the way God's made you I would say yeah absolutely and so for you for some people it may be being faithful and committed to those two to three people um, and for those other people that you're reaching out to, they may need that setting. They may not need a 20-person a gathering like we did in college at, you know, uh, staff people's house. For some people, that's that's pretty uh, unloving for them. And pretty, or just, it's a lot. It's, it's maybe chaotic it's a for them. Yeah. For a lot of people, it's like it's not restful and it's like it's not winsome. Um, so it's knowing your audience and changing it up, right? Sometimes, though, that people do need to be challenged and brought into community but I think for me, I'm even guilty of it. It's like, I need to do some stuff in a smaller group setting for these students who I'm always trying to bring to these large gatherings right. because their wiring is much different than mine. And so that's something I think the Lord's really shown me of saying, hmm. hey, my time on a Sunday, my wife, she's a phenomenal cook, and the Lord's blessed us with so much. Who can I invite over to our house? And a guy who's modeled this for time was was Ben Weber when I was in college. I mean, he just did this, and he's probably one of the most proficient people I know who does this. Um, and it's just natural. It's not like a duty for him. It's a delight. And so he was always bringing us into his house to eat dinner. You know, he was like, hey, come paint some baseboards. So <laughs> I, different stuff like that. Like, we just got to see, like, hey, what am I good at, and how can others come alongside me And instead of doing the Lone Ranger and everything we do. Right. No, that's, that's a good tip. I don't remember who it was, but – I feel like it was it was several years ago. They they said that even when they go grocery shopping, they're thinking about who can I just invite to come with me. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and again, don't take that as a rule that you know. I just keep thinking. I keep thinking for my wife, right? Someone who's an introvert who might hear that and be like, "This podcast is horrible. I yeah. can't do any of this." Right? <laughs> Find out what what is faithfulness for you. Doesn't mean that you can never do something alone, but how can you leverage the time you have? the hobbies that you're, you're, you're interested in, you know, the, thing, the various things you, you like to do with your free time, how can you leverage that for the kingdom? That's what we're talking about, right? Yeah, whether, yeah, you're making late night, you know, cookout runs. There's just different ways of saying, <laughs> hey, I'm going to bring one person for those, you know, who don't have the capacity. For, for that person, like, God is pleased with you being faithful to say, hey, I'm just going to take a girl shopping with me. Like, I know she may like, you know, browsing, and so let's go together. So there's sure. different ways, and so I don't want anyone to feel like it has to be this, this you know, enormous setting uh, because God's wiring for us is much different, and yeah. he's entrusted us different talents. And so just like you said, it's just being faithful uh, to say, you know what, like I want to use my time for the glory of God. And, well, maybe we'll end here, Jeff. Let's say, you know, whatever your hobby is, right? You know, let's say, you know, you're into football. You already mentioned that, right? I mean, how would somebody listening who, you know, they're, they're starting to realize the hobbies they have, how would they, what sort of tips or advice would you give them to discovering if they can find other people who are also interested in similar things? Yeah, I think the first step is 
seeing who you're friends with. And maybe for some of you, you're like, I don't have many non-Christian friends. And maybe that's a start of saying, okay, like, sure. maybe wh- why is that? And like, how, what is the next step for me to meet people on campus? So a lot of people have the luxury, like I did, to be in a fraternity where I'm, you know, in a sense, I'm forced to be around guys 24-7 in, in a good way, or you're in, in, in athletics, so you're playing alongside guys already, and you already have scheduled meetings, so it's a little bit easier, but even still with organizations, like, the next step is to say, okay, what what am I interested in, and then, like, if I don't know what my teammates or my dorm mates are, or my or my sorority sisters are interested in, like, have I asked questions? Like, have I really, like, asked them, like, beyond, like, where are you from? You know, what are you majoring in? It's like, no, like, what are your deep desires? Like, what gives you life? And so I think that's really, like, a quick, like, that's just a simple way, I think, is like, hey, what do you do for fun? Like, if you're (laughs) not, if we're not talking, you have no school, what are you doing with your time? Yeah. Just a simple question like that. And so that's what I've seen to be really effective and kind of the, the next step for me to, to, to leverage my time with the student. That's good, man. Just having, opening your eyes, you know, you know, uh, paying attention, just listening, getting to know people. And in time you will discover, you know, who might be interested in what, you know? I mean, if you were to ask me if I wanted to go work out with you, I'd be like, you would, you, it wouldn't take long for you to realize, yeah, T-Roll might not want to do that, right? Yeah. Uh, but if you get to know me, you realize I love soccer, Right. Yeah. It's like all of a sudden, you know, we end up playing FIFA together like back in the day. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. It, so stuff like that. Yeah. Observing what people wear. Like, for example, for T-Roll, it's like, you know, he's always wearing soccer jerseys. So a question I ask is like, Amen. man, like, who's your favorite player? Like, did you play? And, you know, and you you're, you can quickly find out. And he's like, well, actually, like, I, I love soccer. And then it's like, well, great. How do I, you know, when's the next soccer game or Hey, can I go with you to a soccer game? And because then you got a long car ride together. Those are great opportunities where you can be in a car with somebody. So just ask questions. Uh, you don't have to be the best question asker. It's as simple as what do you do for fun? And then willing to try things maybe that you that you don't like is a part of the process too. I think that's really good, man. Honestly, I think this has been super helpful. I really pray that for everybody listening. Uh, that it's been beneficial. Jay Flew, thank you so much for joining us, man. I yeah. hope you enjoyed kind of your first time on the pod. Yeah, I hope I hope they give me a call back, listeners. Ah, <laughs> I wouldn't get ahead of yourself now, Junior. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, probably so yeah, at, no, at some point, at no, some point. This was, uh, this was great, and it's good for my heart to hear these things as well. So awesome. I'm not just speaking to you all, speaking to myself too. Good. Amen to that. Well, to all of our listeners, thank you so much for, for tuning in. We want to encourage you to please share this episode or any other episode in the past that you've listened to that has been a blessing to you. Please share it with one of your friends, and uh, maybe it'll bless them as well. And uh, please subscribe to the podcast, review the podcast wherever you listen. And, uh, yeah, we just we really appreciate you. So with all that in mind, for my good friend Jeff Fluvog, this is T-Roll saying thank you so much for listening to the Campus Outreach Podcast. We will see you next time for another episode. Take care.